the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Picture Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on this Tuesday. Hope everyone is doing well. I, uh, I'm all excited because the Nuggets and the Suns game five tonight. And Phoenix is going to win. They're going to win. They're going to win. And then the series is going to be over because the Nuggets can't beat us at our place. Uh, so anyway, uh, hate to disappoint all you Denver fans, but, uh, that's what's gonna happen there. 800-951-0592. AllAmericanGold.com is the website. And Jason, you know, tomorrow's another, you know, it's kind of interesting these Wednesdays. Some important stuff, right? Tomorrow, uh, we get CPI tomorrow. Uh, is it going to be, I, this is, I think a very, I don't know that this number is going to make a whole lot of difference. I think it's going to be lower, but I don't know that it's going to be dramatically lower. Uh, if it is dramatically lower, uh, then, uh, again, gold's going to go a lot higher tomorrow if it's dramatically lower. I, I, I just think it's probably going to be, you know, close to that 5% number. I, I, I think that's going to be the way it is, Joe. Um if it's higher, though, can you imagine if it's higher? You know, uh, the, the Fed will have to start talking about raising rates again. <laughs> can you imagine, right? Yeah, you know, it, so. it, we don't know. I, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, the one thing that, that is interesting is rents, which were sky high last year and the year before that, seemed like they were coming back in. And now, all of a sudden, they're going back out again. And, and I think that makes sense. You know, I've been talking to a lot of my realtor friends, and they're just like, there's nothing out there. There is no inventory out there. Uh, and a lot of these home buyers, you're kind of stuck in this horrible situation of, man, I know I'm overpaying for this house. I know it. it but it's either that or rent. And, and what's happened now is all of a sudden again, the rental market, it, 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 it's back. It, it, rents are going back up again. And that was, I think, one of the things that the Fed was really banking on over the next, say, six months was this rent number down. Because the way the Fed does, uh, the shelter, let, let's, let's, let's everybody remind everybody, the Fed doesn't actually track Home prices. Well, they do, but they don't use that for inflation. They don't actually even track the actual rent prices either. Mm-mm, no. Nope. They call existing homeowners and ask them, hey, what would you rent your place for? What would you, if you had to rent, if you had to rent where you're currently paying your mortgage, what would you pay? Because they know 
that most people would say, well, whatever my mortgage is, right, right, I, I pay that, right, so they, they, they but it, it's almost a, it's really truly an idiotic way of doing it, because with computers we can get the actual numbers, but uh, Jason, I, I can at least here in Arizona, it is exactly, because a lot of articles over the last couple of weeks talking about rents going back up, that's exactly what's happened here is uh, for a little while they went down, and now guess what? Nope, every, everything's back up again, and a lot of it has to do with there's not enough homes to buy. Yeah, that, that's the main problem with uh, demand destruction in rent is that they're not building tons of homes. You know, the home building market is, and we've reported the numbers, it's, it's slowing dramatically, but that doesn't mean that the amount of people needing the homes is slow dramatically, whether it costs a lot or not. So, so that that that's why I've been hesitant about a housing price crash or a housing market crash. Uh, I think that a sideways housing market really is what I've been looking at the last year and a half, two years. I just think it's going to go sideways, and with inflation, sideways means your home's losing value. Just like the the stock market's been going sideways, it's lost value because if everything else is more expensive, Joe, your stock is not gaining value. Gold has done pretty nice the last couple of years, just slowly just going up and staying up. So it's doing its job. So Inflation is just we just haven't had this since the seventies. I was a kid, so I don't I didn't experience it or I wasn't watching it. But it's a good barometer what was happening either. I think that's why it was so dramatic and it was difficult for a lot of people to get through that, that time period. Yeah, and and I think we're setting up uh, and I've said it and I Jason, I know you agree, uh this is stagflation. This this yes, really yes. truly is that, which is is staying stubbornly high with an economy that is heading into a recession, uh, and this is this is different than the seventies. This is different than the Great Depression. You know, the Great Depression it was deflation. The seventies was stagflation because the seventies the economy was growing while the inflation was roaring. Right, and and that 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 that's a you know a, a different type of inflation. That's a you know that that hyperinflation, if you will, where hey the economy's growing and inflation's growing. This is a stagflationary thing where inflation is growing, but the economy is not growing, uh, and this is probably of of the three, right? Of the of the three, deflation, hyperinflation. Stagflation, the hardest one is stagflation. That's the hardest one, right? De- deflation's easy, right? Print more money. That's why they took the gold out, right, gang? Let's, let's just get the printing presses going. We're just going to throw money at everything, right? Much harder now with stagflation because you actually got to stop the money. But the economy can't handle even the money being stopped. And then, of course, you end up in what? Well, the double Great Depression. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason here on this Tuesday. And, you know, we're, we're talking about what we're expecting here. Uh, we will get the inflation number uh, tomorrow, the CPI number tomorrow, uh, the, we'll get one more CPI number before the f- next Fed meeting. 
but again, we're expecting something around that 5%, nothing too dramatic in either direction. Uh, but uh, again, we'll wait until those numbers play out. But the most likely setup here, it looks like stagflation. And, and that is... Uh, a, a very, very difficult problem to overcome. And, and again, uh, the, the, the issue we have, well, if you want to beat inflation, I don't care if it's hyperinflation, stagflation, you have to crash the economy. I, I hate to say that, but that's what it takes. Now, the difference between Paul Volcker Remember, Paul Volcker, yes, he crushed, he crushed inflation. Well, he did, but he had the benefit of it being hyperinflation, which meant the economy was really strong. So, yep, he did go to, to the super high rates, but you gotta remember back then, eight to ten percent wasn't a lot. That's only happened in the last 20 years, right? I mean, you know, my wife and I bought our first home in 2000. Our interest rate was like seven and a quarter, and that was low. That was low. But back then, you know, 10% wasn't that big of a deal. So when people hear about, you know, oh, the, 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 a mortgage was 20%, they're like, oh my, you know, people freak out. Now people freak out. When the, the mortgage rate is over 7%, right? They, they freak out at 7 now, uh, but it just, just so you know, J-Paul doesn't have that luxury, right? Because, and again, first quarter GDP was what? 1%, right? He, he doesn't have that luxury. And of course, the other big problem is the banks are screwed and he really can't afford to raise rates much higher than what they currently are, which to Jason's point means all of these prices that we'd like to see go down. Jason, they're probably not going down. Yeah, I don't think they're going to go down. And and uh, I, like I said, that sometimes the Fed seems like they're just don't know what they're doing. They're 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 having trouble chasing their own tail. But other times it seems like they're making very deliberate decisions. And uh, th- that's the part that worries me, that uh, maybe we haven't seen the end of the rate hikes. Because if they see dramatic inflation in the future, first of all, they won't lower the rates. They, you know, they may pause, but they're not going to lower them. And, and I just I don't know, I have this tickle, Joe, that at some point they're going to have to raise the rates further because they cannot allow inflation to go out of control. They, they can't. They just simply can't. So if the CPI goes down to 4.7 on Wednesday, that will kind of fit the whole pause situation. But what if we get towards, you know, October, November, December, and suddenly the CPI goes back up to six? You know, then what does that mean? That means they have to raise the rates later this year, possibly, right? I mean, it's, it's all about the inflation, Joe. You, you know, stagflation, inflation, just like you said, it all depends on inflation because they let inflation get out of control. There's no reason to have a Fed anymore. That's, that's something people need to understand. That's the one thing that the Fed is supposed to stop is massive hyperinflation. You know, or this is the country that's always going to pay its debts, right, Joe? Well, yep. maybe they're not yep. going to be able to pay their debt soon. Quick, quick look here at the markets. Uh, the Dow is down 25. The S and P is down 11. The Nasdaq's down 60. Gold's flat. Uh, silver pretty flat as well. 
this market recap brought to you by our friends over at Y Refi. Listen, Y Refi doesn't care. Hey, inflation, deflation, hyperinflation, stagflation, uh, Jay Powell, uh, the, the, the trust factor. You know that 50% of people are now worried about their money in the bank. And, and again, how is it only 50? And for those other 50%, God bless you. Seriously. God bless you for being able to stick your head so far up your backside that you're not worried about it. Seriously. I mean, uh, it's something I think about every single day, right, that that how how precarious this is. And these bank runs have not stopped. Uh, even the biggest banks, dude, they're losing deposits by the hundreds of billions and people are going into money markets or they're, they're, they're moving money over to, to Joey at Northwestern Mutual. They're calling our friends over at Y Refi because they're smart enough to know the house of cards is starting to get ready to go under and you better not have the money sitting in those bank accounts. Check out our friends at, at Y Refi. You can get up to 10.25% return. It's fixed. It's compounded daily. You can do whatever you want with your monthly income. You can roll it back in. You can use it as income. You can turn it on. You can turn it off. There's no fees. If you if you had to end it, or let's just say you wanted the, the whole 10.25%, that means you're telling Y Refi, hey, I'm going to stay with you for five years. At five years, you get 10.25% return. One year. You get 6.25, and every year it goes up, you know, 7.25, 8.25, you, you get the idea. But if you have to end early for whatever reason, you get your entire principal back. Check them out, investyrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com, or call them at 888-Y-REFI-24. That's 888 888- why refi 24 and jason i've been saying this about jay powell for a long time he's a patsy he's weak he he is uh, uh oblivious and i i'm going to say oblivious because that's the only thing i can think because i don't think he's smart enough and maybe i'm wrong maybe he is to take this down on himself but it's kind of interesting that bloomberg is saying that world confidence in Jerome Powell's leadership of the Fed, has dropped precipitously, according to the latest survey, and is now at or below the lowest amongst Fed governors in recent history, Fed presidents, you know. So again, you know, think about probably Volcker and Greenspan were probably hugely respected, Bernanke and Yellen not nearly as much, Jay Powell, and I say it all the time, most people don't even know who Arthur Burns is, but he was the guy that was running the Fed during the hyperinflation of the 70s, uh, and the rest of the world, Jason, they're starting to agree with me, this guy isn't getting the job done. Yeah, well, it's a job he shouldn't have to begin with. I mean, I, I'm thinking about all those names of those Fed chiefs you're talking about. Did, did any of them actually make the decisions to do those things? I mean, how many of them should get the credit for the bad stuff or the good stuff? <laughs> right? I mean, Volcker, did, did Volcker make, maybe Volcker, did Volcker actually make those decisions, Joe? I, I don't know. But, uh, you know, I, I think of Ben Bernanke. To me, Ben Bernanke was horrible. 
I thought he was terrible. I just, you know, but he was just the guy that was there when the housing crash was underway, right? So I don't know. It wasn't really his fault. But uh, I don't know, Joe. Do, do any of them really make the decisions? I, I, you know, they're, they're figureheads. They're taking marching Well, orders. and again, right, we, we, we'll take it at face value. We don't know, right? We don't know. But they're the ones that they, they're given credit for these decisions. True, yeah. Right, right or wrong, they're the ones that, you know, they get the praise or they get the blame. Uh, and, and again, to think about this guy's got lower ratings than Ben Bernanke. Which, by the way, Ben Bernanke, I think his his low his low was thirty nine percent. Remember, this was this that clown in August of '07. They had just raised the rates to five point two five percent, and was saying we're going to raise them again in the next meeting. And oh, don't worry. It's just a subprime problem. It's just a little frothy, and everything's wonderful. 39%. Janet Yellen, who at the time, I, I, I told everybody, this is the most dangerous woman in the world. Extremely, and I mean extremely liberal. Right? She wants control. She believes... The more control the central bank has, the better. And even her, even she was, uh, her low number was 37%. Jay Powell has eclipsed them. Uh, and now you're talking about, uh, less than a third of, of, of the nation has any belief. And, and I'll just use the words they used because I don't want to, uh, I, I don't want to oversell it here. 36% of U.S. adults say they have a great deal or a fair amount of confidence in Jay Powell. Well, that leaves the other 64% to be like, yeah, I don't really have a whole lot. That's not a good thing, Jason, right? I don't, I don't, and put me in that 64 and, and whatever the most, I have no confidence. I have no confidence in this clown whatsoever. So as you're talking about these guys taking, you know, they get the credit for these decisions, whether they decided it or not. It, it makes me think that the uh, Fed chiefs are basically Lee Harvey Oswald. They get the credit for it, but we don't know for sure if they did it or not. <laughs> I think right. that's what they right. are. They're Lee Harvey Oswald, right? Yeah, and it, nobody likes them. I mean, maybe you know what's going on. You don't like you don't like Fed chiefs. To give you perspective on why why is this a big deal? Why are you telling us this? Who cares? Well, you need to care. You know where Alan Greenspan was? Almost his low. It was like 77%, 78% had a great deal or a fair amount of confidence. We have no back. There's nothing backing the dollar. Nothing. It's a piece of paper with color on it. It's all about confidence. That's what it's all about. And you're sitting there saying that, hey, we're down to like... Only one, two out of every three people don't have confidence in this guy. How does he still have a job? Who do they replace him with? <laughs> Who, who's next up that's going to be so much better, Joe, right? 
Probably. You know, probably I know who's next. Things. I've I've said it already. Brand I think Lael Branyard's next, and she's. I, I, I Janet Yellen scared the crap out of me, and I think uh, she's even. She's a notch uh, above Janet Yellen as far as the liberalness of this. And again, that's what that's what this digital currency is all about. Make no mistake about it. This digital currency is about them having control. Because here's the problem right now. All of you are taking your money out of the bank. Everybody is taking their money out. Well, with a digital currency, right, it's easy for them to control that now. And, of course, that's going to be at the Fed. Hey, there's no reason for you to take your money. We're not a bank. We're the Fed. Right? Think about it. Your digital credits are safe and sound right here with us and and don't worry if you if we had a run on right we can just make money up out of thin air right jason that's what they do time and again i think they're running up against the wall with this one i think personally i think they're printing the money right now in the middle of the rate hike i think they're doing everything they can to save these banks from going under immediately they they want them to go under slowly and a little later so and we have no idea what they're doing joe we don't really know what they're doing until what 10 years later i guess well, Freedom of Information Act, we're allowed to know two years later. But <laughs> at any time, the central bank could go to the Supreme Court and get them to add more years to it. Remember, during the, the last crisis, we didn't get to know for 12 years. I wonder if that's going to be the same. Just probably. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back. Oh, by the way, I got a really cool special. Coming up next, 800 Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, Gold Flat, I know Kiko's got it up. I'll, I'll tell you, it's flat uh, 2033. That is for the June gold contract, 2033. Silver's down uh, 10 cents, 2553. Uh, as uh, you know, I was saying before the break, all banks are losing deposits, even the big ones, especially the big ones. Uh, the Martins, uh, Wall Street on parade, uh, I, I just, these two, they're a husband and wife team, they do a, such a great job. They specialize in the Fed. So these guys, they go through all the stuff the Fed puts out, uh, and they look at all of this information. Uh, they're one part of a group that filed for the Freedom of Information Act request to find out how much money did the Fed really print during the fi- last financial crisis. Uh, then, of course, we learned uh, the Fed, uh, what they actually told us and what they actually did. Jason, that was incredible, uh, the difference and how much more money they actually created than the, what they let the public to believe uh, back in 2008. Yeah, I mean, when we played that uh, that piece uh, from Glenn Beck, who had dug it up and reported it, he seemed like he was, as far as I could tell, he was the only one that reported this. Nobody else seemed to either want to report it or had the information, but it's there. It's sitting right there, $29 trillion instead of $5 trillion. I mean... They, they, they told the public that there was $5 trillion given to the banks and, and, and fixing things, right? Japan got $3.1 trillion. 
Japan, just Japan. Most of the big banks were getting one and a half, two and a half trillion, two and three quarters trillion for the big banks, Joe, individually. That's not five trillion. And, and you've got to believe that here we are 15 years later. It, it can't be better, right? How, how is it that things are coming unglued now and they're not printing this money? You know, uh, Glenn Beck had uh, mentioned that he believed that during the uh, crisis uh, starting in 2020 with the, uh, the, the COVID emergency that it, the theory would be, well, maybe it might be as much as a trillion a week. Yeah. And over two years, that's yeah. that's $100 trillion. He's like, he's like, that seems ridiculous, but now we're in a world where if it's $29 trillion back in 2010, what could it be right now, Joey? Is it a trillion dollars a week? I, we have no idea. And that's a problem that, that's not going to get better. Yeah, and if you think about it, if you go debt size, if, if that matters, then you would have to be like, well, it's got to be three or four times that amount, right? So instead of $29 trillion, let's round up $30 trillion. Would it have to be 90 to 120 trillion? That would seem to be logical, right? I mean, I don't know, but the Martins, the three largest U.S. banks, JP Morgan, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, deposits held April 27th, 2022 versus deposits held April 26th, 2023. So one year, one full year. At J.P. Morgan, they lost $184 billion worth of deposits from 22 to 23. Now, some of that probably is people, you know, spent the last of their COVID money, right? Some of it. But not 184 billion of it, right? Bank of America lost a hundred and sixty-two billion dollars, and then last but not least, Wells Fargo, year over year, is down just under a hundred and twenty billion dollars. So, Jason, this is not just a story of deposits leaving the 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 uh, regional or small banks, they're leaving all banks, period. Right. And and who, who are the ones that are withdrawing the deposits? Because obviously it's not the little guy that's, you know, making, you know, $25 an hour and just trying to pay his bills. These are big companies or big countries that have deposits in these banks. And so millionaires, why are they millionaires? Why are they pulling it? Why are they exactly? That's what you got to be asking yourself. Why? And the answer is pretty simple because these are people, especially now, listen, all these banks, every one of these big banks is offering at least 4% interest, at least for the, for the big guys, you got, you know, for the big players, you get, you're going to have four, four and a half. Uh, and, you know, maybe you could squeeze uh, close to 5% out of a few of these banks just to leave their money in there. And they're saying, no, thank you. That tells you all you need to know. Last was, I was last week, we ran, we had a deal on those 1921 Morgans. Right, those rolls of 1921 Morgans. Well, I've got, I've got like, 20 rolls left over. I don't have enough to do anything with. And then uh, 
We had a customer come in and he sold us these one gram bars. A one gram bar is like a, it's, I liken it to like a little computer chip. Right? It, it's a gram of gold. You know, you need 33 grams to get an ounce of gold. You know, uh, it, 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 I think some of you have seen them out there. Uh, they're, they're just this little, like a little tab, like the, the smallest gold bar you could possibly imagine. Tell you what I'm going to do, because I'm, I'm in a good mood, and I just need to get rid of this stuff. I've got 19 rolls of Morgan dollars. There's $795. I've got 19 of these one gram bars. I don't use the F word very often. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I was gonna hit them for five bucks. I'm like, ah, I'm gonna use the F word. You order the, you order the roll of 21 Morgans, you're gonna get a gold, one gram gold bar, all at the same price, $795. So essentially you're gonna get a gram of gold for free. I went and looked like Atmex and, and those guys online, they want like a hundred, hundred, for a one gram gold bar, so uh, there you go, seven ninety five for a roll of nineteen twenty one Morgans, along with a one gram gold bar at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. So I guess you could look at it this way: you tell yourself, "Well, I'm going to buy the Morgans for six hundred ninety five dollars." And I get the one gram bar for a hundred bucks. Or hey, I'm gonna get a free gram of gold for the seven ninety five. I don't care, however you wanna do it. But I get you know, uh, uh like an early summer gift from me to you guys. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Jason and I we're coming right back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two for all you People out there on YouTube, I'm holding up a one gram bar uh, for for you guys to to to, get, to try to get a look at it. Uh, it it's uh, again when you're talking about hey when you're talking about barter, right? One gram gold bar that's that's about as small as you can get in gold. Uh, when you're, when you're looking for, uh, that barterable material, I'm throwing it in with the 21 more. And these 21 more is, these are VG plus condition. Everybody out there, I saw $46 a coin, $44 a coin. Uh, we're, 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 we're below 40 on those. And then I'm going to throw in a gram of gold. So 800 951 1921 Morgans VG plus condition and one gram of gold all for $795 at 800-951-0592 and and just like everything right the Morgan dollars the peace dollars uh, junk silver, silver eagles, right? They, all the silver products, uh, are just, just huge demand, Jason. Yeah. Huge, huge demand. It's just, it seems to be increasing by the day. And I, uh, I, I can't, 
I can't get get away from the uh, the imagery that you're holding up a baggie <laughs> on a on our gold show. It's you're, it's like uh, what kind of show are we having here, Joe? You're you're holding up baggies. You're 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 selling baggies to people, but uh, it's it's just the it keeps the one gram gold bar from falling down the the ventilation. You know, you you drop that right. thing or the wind blows and you you lost that, and that's over a hundred dollars in gold. Yeah, it's something that it can blow away in the wind, and that's a hundred dollars in gold in there. So, man, that's just it. Just shows you how. And that's not because gold is so important or so much more value. Gold hasn't done anything. Gold is one ounce of gold in a cow. It's kind of been like that for a long, long, long time. It's the dollars. This monetary system is in shambles. It's they've they've swindled this country and this world on these dollars for so long. The guys at the top must be laughing it up that people are still addicted to these crappy dollars. But that's where we're at, Joe. You're holding up a little baggie with a little gold flake in it, and it's not because the gold's more uh, more valuable. It's the, it's the same ounce of gold. Uh, that's one gram. You, it's the, you it's know the it's dollars. So the dollars are crap. This is worth, what, five $20 gold pieces were worth in 1933, this little itty-bitty piece of gold. Uh, it, it, it's just absolute insanity to think about it. Uh, and again, you twelve thousand five hundred dollars for those those twenties. Twelve thousand five hundred dollars right. in that neighborhood for those five twenties. For the for uh, what what used to be a hundred dollars. That's kind of what we're bucks. facing now. Uh, and again, we're talking about people uh, moving money out of those banks because they're smart. Uh, we also listen. Don't forget too. We do gold and silver IRAs. Uh, physical gold and silver. Now, you don't get to hold it, but let's just say you have an existing IRA, or maybe it's a 401k from a job you've, you no longer work at. And you're like, man, I want to get into my, I want to get in gold and silver. I just don't have, hey, I don't have a hundred thousand dollars sitting in my bank account, but I got this IRA that does. And, and man, I'd like to really get it out, out of Wall Street. We do physical gold. In silver IRAs, uh, it's actually used to be everything used to be stored in Delaware. Now you get a choice. You can either store it in Delaware or you can store your gold in Texas. Uh, we just provide the gold for you on your behalf. Uh, we use a company called Gold Star Trust. They're going to be the fiduciary of your account. They're the ones that, uh, will, will set, you'll set your accounts up with them. They'll get, send you your statements. Of course, everything's online. You can look at your statements online and all that other stuff. And then we will physically deliver the gold, uh, to the depository that you tell us. And it works just like any other, uh, any other of these, you know, IRAs. It's FDIC insured for whatever that's worth. Uh, but, but you, it, it works just like all the, the only difference is instead of you buying a stock, hey, I bought gold, right? I, I bought silver and I physically bought it and it's sitting in the depository. When it comes time for you to, to do something with it, let's just say you get of age and the government wants you to start selling because they want their tax dollars. Well, don't worry. You have the option. You can take possession at any time. That would just that that would be like you're liquidating, or you could sell it back to us, and then we we'd send the money to your gold star account, and then you could do whatever you decide to do with it from that point is up to you. But it, you kind of get the best of both worlds, Jason, because at any time you could just decide. You know what? 
I don't want my gold in Texas. I don't want my gold in in, in yep. uh, Delaware. I'm just going to take physical delivery of it. You can absolutely do that. That would be the equivalent of you selling. So obviously you got to consult your your tax guy for all that stuff. But uh, you 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 can get to it, Jason. And uh, yeah, I, I'm convinced that little flake you're waving around. Uh, by the end of 2024, it could be a $300 flake of gold. I'm, I'm convinced. You know, uh, Joe Namath is the one that makes everyone do these guarantees. It's guaranteeing on gold price is kind of ridiculous. You never know for sure what's going to happen. But Joe, with with the rest of 2023 and what I think is going to happen in 2024, that flake of gold could easily be a $300 flake of gold. We could be seeing 4,000 or like at least upper 3,000 range gold by the end of next year. And I wouldn't be surprised if it blew way past that. You know, I'm not into panicking people and say, hey, it could be 5,000 gold at the end of next year, but it wouldn't surprise me, Joe. And we're going we're gonna to see it. it it's going to move very – once it moves fast, it moves very fast. But it's going to grind slowly, Joe, for the next year or so. More pressure, Pack West, after a day and a half of reprieve, back under pressure again. It, it, again, this banking thing's not done with. Uh, everybody's taking the rights. Well, I guess 50% of the people are at least smart enough to think that, hey, maybe I better do something. We've got some great options for you. We'll be back wrapping it up on this Tuesday. 800-951-0592. We've got a few of the rolls of 1921 Morgans. It's going to get 20 1921 Morgans. And... One gram of gold, and believe it or not, I mean these things are kind of neat. They they're they're stamped. Uh, they're they got a serial number on it. I mean it, it's uh, uh, it's not even as big as a thumbnail. Uh, I, I kind of liken it to like a a, a little uh, like a microchip. You know, I don't know. I don't even know what a microchip <laughs> looks like, but in my mind, that's what it looks like. Uh, and and guess what? Seven ninety five. That's right. <coughs> $100, you know, go out, look up grams of gold. Everyone wants $100 plus for these things. You're going to get a roll of 1921 mortgage, which were already superiorly priced at $795. And then you're going to get this gram of gold. The problem is I just, I don't have very many. I only had 19, and, and I have less than that now. But pick them up. What a great opportunity. 800 951 Zero five nine two. Uh, if you want more information on rolling over IRAs, Arlene is our expert here. She does all of our IRAs. Uh, she, uh, so if you want IRA information, just call up and say, hey, I want to talk to Arlene uh, about an, rolling over an IRA. And she'll get, if she's not here, she'll call you when, uh, when she works. She works Tuesday through Friday, just so everybody knows. Uh, but but uh, she'll help you get all of that rolling. It's just a matter of some paperwork. Uh, and the reason why we use Gold Star, they just charge the least amount of fees because that's what we're all about, right? What, don't pay more when you don't have to, right, Jason? That's right. That's right. And for, and for those that are on the uh, the lower end of the budget and you're having trouble even just to buy the roll of silver dimes, we also have the metals program, Joe, which uh, that's a great place to start because, you know, as time goes on, your, your fortunes may change and then you want to buy more. But here's where you don't even have to think about it. If you're like, wow, this is really confusing. It's so hard to understand all this. The metals program means you just have to trust Patriot Trading Group, which is a very trustworthy company. And you put in a minimum of $100 and as much as you want per month and every quarter, you do a pickup, right, Joe? 
Yeah. Yeah. And again, we can pick up, we can ship. Uh, we, we, uh, the quarter ends, the, the next quarter will end in June. Uh, it, it's a great program. We have people, we have people, they do, it's the craziest thing. I mean, a lot of people, they do $100 a month, $200, $300 a month. We have people doing 5000 a month. And everything in between, There's the, the minimum is 100 There is no maximum. You get four physical deliveries a year. Uh, if you pick up in uh, in our any of our Colorado offices or office here in Phoenix, you don't even pay the shipping fee. I mean, uh, it, it, it's, it's just a great program. It's really, really good, and uh, a lot of people ask all the questions. What about the taxes, or what about uh, if I want to uh, up it, or what if I want to lower it? What, what if I have to pause it? We don't have any fees for any of that, Joe, right? There's no fees for changing the metals program. You just have to have the minimum of $100 or more. Yeah, that's right. No fees ever. We don't. Char- there's no setup fee, no cancellation fee. Listen, we get it. Uh, that's one of the things of, of, that I love about the plan, especially the people that are at the lower end. Hey, that's a lot. You know, they're they're budgeting there, and uh, an unexpected uh, expense comes up. Just call us. Hey, I need to put my plan on hold. It's just that simple. We're not going to give you a hard time. No problem. That doesn't cost you nothing. Uh, you know, if you say, hey, just can you ship whatever I've got and put the plan on hold? You bet. I want to change the amount. No problem. It's a great little plan. If you go to allamericangold.com and click on the metals button, you can read all the details there as well. God bless everybody. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.